Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the VLX podcast. My name is Jackie Dixon, and my mission is to help women become healthy, holy, and hot, on fire for God in every area of their lives. Sound good? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Jackie Dixon and I run a company called VLX and I'm a Christian women's coach and mentor and I have courses online. My goal is to help Christian women become what I call the biblical bombshell, which is a woman who is healthy, holy, and hot because she's on fire for God in every area of her life. So as promised, it's a little later than usual today because we're running around showing baby all the family members. <laughs> so we've been visiting grandparents and girlfriends. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the blog post that I just put out last Wednesday. It's a republish of one of my most popular series, When I Went Back to Nice, is what I call it. And this is about when I went to Nice in college and gained a ton of weight. Nice, France, the south of France, absolutely gorgeous. And I was just not prepared at all. So that's what we talked about last week, how preparing for travel, preparing to be able to care for your body well in all kinds of different situations is the key to being able to just not have a meltdown, essentially, not have um, just a lot of stress when you don't have to. So knowing what your body needs in general and knowing how to replicate that or at least get as close as you can in lots of different situations and cultures. So absolutely critical. But this week, I want to talk about my diet fantasies. <laughs> and what I mean by that, if you read this week's blog post that I sent out on Wednesday, is the ideas of this kind of ideal lifestyle that I thought I would be able to uh, to live by, but it wasn't what my body needed. So I hadn't been to France. I was in Paris when I was three, and completely, of course, not been absolutely not at all cognizant of what was going on at that point. So this was the first time I had really been to France as a young woman and I had become infatuated with the French culture. I thought these people were so chic and the language was beautiful. I don't speak Spanish, sorry. I only speak French and not even that much. Uh, but I was so excited and I was totally out of my element. And so I thought that I could be officially French and I thought I'm gonna do it like they do it. I'm going to you know, eat the little French breakfast that's so chic and so light and I'm going to um, you know, walk everywhere and it's just going to be fabulous. But what I didn't realize is that that's just not how my body operates. It wasn't what I needed and it wasn't going to be enough to sustain me. So if you read the blog post, you saw that I tried to do this. I really tried hard. I was so excited. And so the family that I was with, they were a lot shorter than I was. And I think they eat a lot less food, but they served me these little pieces of French bread with a little bit of butter and honey and a little bit of, I didn't drink coffee at the time, which was probably would have helped me, but I just had some, a little bit of tea. And then I would walk to the hospital where I was shadowing neurologists. And, uh, it was probably about a mile uphill, <laughs> uphill both ways with a backpack. Um, and I was ravenous. I was ravenous by the time I got there because I had grown up eating protein breakfasts. I mean, I'm all American. I had eggs and sausage and toast and, you know, the whole nine yards. And so I was trying to be so chic, but I didn't realize that if a diet doesn't work for your body, 
it's a fantasy and it's not going to work. You have to figure out how to turn your fantasies into what will actually help you instead of hurting you. So I had this concept of what I wanted to do and it, it wasn't going to work for me. Um, and so what I should have done is figured out what worked and then turned that into my fantasy. Turned that into, well, you know, my fantasy is I get up in the morning and I make an egg omelet and I eat it, you know, outside in the sunshine or whatever and formed my fantasy around what works instead of trying to force myself into a fantasy that wasn't going to work. Now, if you read the blog post, you know that I tried to do this. It totally failed. And yet I did it again in the future in different ways because when I gained all that weight in Nice, I thought, I've got to get this off. And I wasn't, I didn't want to go back to the very rigorous, dogmatic, um, restrictive diet that no McNuggets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no McDonald's. I didn't want to go back to just the kind of celery and egg whites and chicken breast diet I had lived on where it was very, very restrictive. I wanted something different, but I had no idea what it was going to be. I had no idea how to do it. So I read all these different diet books. When I got back, I was 50 pounds heavier than I had been, you know, when I was really modeling and uh, kind of at my healthiest weight and I, I tried everything and what I did essentially is I fell for different diet fantasies it was like I had gotten out of this French one but I'd fallen into another one so you guys may have heard of you know the all fruit breakfasts and um, I tried that for a while that was a total fail and then I just tried having I think I was a half a grapefruit and a piece of wasa bread like the really kind of crisp Scandinavian bread for breakfast that was a total fail I tried uh, an Atkins kind of all-protein breakfast that was a fail because I had no energy for the rest of the day and so I tried all these different things and none of them worked for my body so what I should have realized is that it's not about figuring out what works for someone else and I talk about this a lot in the body stewardship course you have to basically understand the fundamentals of how the human body flourishes but then you've just got to understand okay well what is my body flourish with because I know people who can have just a little bit of yogurt in the morning and they're fine that doesn't work for me <laughs> and now it is interesting that what works for my body has evolved over the years so you often have to check back in and try to figure out okay well maybe that worked back then and it doesn't anymore so I've got to figure out what works now so I used to really need especially when I was trying to lose weight I really needed a very uh, high protein and high fat breakfast and now I'm okay with just a little bit of Ezekiel granola which is a sprouted cereal a sprouted um, very healthy grain cereal and maybe an egg so it's in a way a lot lighter than what I used to do but it's largely because I've finally gotten my hunger hormones under control and so I'm able to um, just go a little lighter but when I really needed to shift my body out of this absolutely ravenous hunger which you may have seen in the blog post I was just I mean there was no amount of food that could satisfy me when I had reached that point of hunger and maybe you guys oh there's church bells it's pretty maybe you guys have been there too when you've had a really long hard day at work and you get home and it's like you know you make yourself dinner and it's just not enough so you go for a bag of chips and then you go for an ice cream and then and you could just keep going because it's like your body's this black pit <laughs> this empty black hole and no matter what you throw in it it just doesn't seem like enough that's how I was and so when I needed to shift my hormones back out of that insatiable ravenous hunger I had to have a lot more proteins and fats and now I really don't because I've trained my body um, to kind of be able to balance its hormones after going through that phase it now balances itself a lot better so but I fell for so many diet fantasies I did the all fruit breakfast I did the very light breakfast and I'll tell you what it does how long does it take to switch um, it's a very good question I will say it depends on how consistent you can be which really comes down to what your current lifestyle is so at the time I was a student uh, and I had uh, 
I was getting three degrees at once, so it was very overwhelming. Um, but I was able to get enough sleep usually. And so if you can combine other elements that really help to shift to a healthy lifestyle, like getting enough sleep, like exercising when you need to, then it goes a lot faster. And I would say you could do this in probably, I mean, it happens pretty fast. I would say in two to three months, you can get your body to shift its hormones and really be used to a new way of living. Um, however, I would say from where I used to have to eat very high protein breakfast to now being able to just have a bowl of granola, it took years. And I wouldn't even say that that's a good thing, that that's what you're aiming for. It's just that my body shifted. It largely shifted when I was pregnant. And I think that's just because my hormones changed. Um, and so that was when I kind of were able to eat these lighter breakfasts. But, you know, it's not like that's the goal. So if your body just wants protein or doesn't every morning, then work with that. It's really about knowing what, um, what does your body need and checking back in regularly and seeing, well, how has that changed? What do I need now? How does my lifestyle look different? Am I not getting enough sleep now? Am I, <laughs> do I have a baby like I do now? And so uh, my energy levels are different. So you have to kind of check in regularly and see what's changed. Um, but I think the big key here is to not fall for these diet fantasies, whether it's, you know, based on a culture or it's based on a book you see at the bookstore or it's based on, um, you know, somebody's website where this is the way that they lost all their weight or it's uh, something that you saw on television. The people have different ways that work for them and they will often try to say this is the only way it can work. And I really think you've got to figure out what works for you. And the only way you can know is to try it. So I went through all these different diets and tried them all. <laughs> and I finally found what worked for me. But if you know in the beginning that that's what you're looking for, that it's not just trying to make yourself fit into somebody else's mold, but trying to find what's going to work for you, then I think that the process can go a lot faster. And you can get to a place of health, get to a place of hormonal balance a lot more quickly. So I hope that that's helpful. If you guys have any questions about health and wellness and how you can, um, three degrees and this is all knowledge about dieting. I guess you have shifted from food to knowledge. There's a point where you have to not think about what other people say you should eat and yeah, kind of get to know your own body. So good luck. I know it's tough, but my best advice to you is to not fall for a, an image of a lifestyle because I know, and especially if you follow models or celebrities and actresses and they're talking about how they eat, it can be just kind of misleading and you might think, well, that's what works for them. So that must be what works period. And I'm going to try to make myself do that. It might not work for you. And that's huge. If it doesn't work for you, then why make yourself miserable? And that's the other key here is that you need to figure out a lifestyle that's going to be sustainable for you. So in the blog post, I talk about three keys for a lifestyle shift that will last. And they are that it's affordable, that it is enjoyable, and that it's sustainable in the sense that if you know you're going to be going to bed late because you're getting home from work late every night, then trying to get yourself to get up at four o'clock in the morning to go to the gym every day is not sustainable. So you want to pick something that's going to fit into your current lifestyle. And that's again, where it can shift as your lifestyle changes. Now enjoyable. What I mean by that is if you hate running or you don't like swimming or you don't like, you think yoga is boring, then those are the things you don't want to do. You want to find something that is going to be pleasurable for you to do to bring you health. And so pick foods you like. Don't try to force yourself to eat something you don't like. Just pick something else that's healthy that you do enjoy. Pick a form of exercise that you do enjoy. Don't try to make yourself do things you hate. And then again, that first one being affordable. A lot of diets out there these days, uh, because they use different powders or they use, you know, green juices all the time or all those kinds of different things. 
they can really get out of hand as far as expense. So the more simple you can keep your health foods and your health practices and trying things out for free. Yeah, running, uh, only had dinners. Well, I tell you what, breakfasts are really important and I know you may have heard that and it's frustrating, but if you will try to switch to eating breakfast, if you run in the morning, this is what I often do to lose weight, is I'll do cardio in the morning on an empty stomach and then I'll have a breakfast that's full of protein and fat with a little bit of very healthy carbs like a, a sprouted cereal or a sprouted bread and then I'll eat actually lighter at dinner. So maybe try switching that meal. So if you can do something that's sustainable, enjoyable, and affordable by trying things out before you commit to them. So don't buy, you know, a year-long gym pass if you've never gone to the gym and you might hate it. Just try going on someone else's guest pass or something and see if this is something you even enjoy before you really commit yourself and your finances to it. So figure out what works for you. Try to pick a lifestyle that's sustainable. I don't want you on that awful diet roller coaster that I was on so often where I tried to make something that worked for someone else work for me and it didn't and then I was depressed and despondent and then I found something else and tried that one. Instead, just study your body. When do you have energy? When are you hungry? What foods do you enjoy? What activities do you enjoy? Make it work for you and it will be able to last. So I hope that's been helpful. If you guys have any more questions about this, please follow me on my blog. It's vlx.tv, and I talk a lot about this. I do a lot of videos and talk about this concept of body stewardship, of really using our bodies for God's purposes and taking care of them so that we can enjoy them and go through life with just a lot less stress and be ready for whatever he's calling us to. So I hope this is helpful. Find me there if you want to follow me, and I'll talk to you guys again soon. Have a fabulous Easter. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the VLX podcast. I'd love to keep you motivated to go after God's plan in every area of your life. So if you love what I'm talking about, subscribe to this channel and come find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at Jackie Dixon VLX. I'd love to virtually meet and interact with you. And if you're interested in the concept of the biblical bombshell, please join me for a soiree where I'll teach you the 12 pillars of a woman who is healthy, holy, and hot. RSVP at JackieDixon.org forward slash soiree. I'll see you there, beautiful.